0: Welcome to Upstage the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news and reviews. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. This week we have got some bits and pieces of news from the last week or so, and then we're going to be talking about um, a topic we mentioned last week, maybe the mm-hmm. week before. Oh no, it was the one we recorded twice, that's why I feel like I mentioned it several times. <laughs> we're going to talk about musical revivals and why everything that is revived seems to be from the, like, the golden age of musicals and why that is, and what we think about the revivability of sort of the big shows from the last 10 years or so. Yes. Yes. But first, theatre news. So last episode we talked about The View Upstairs
1: having its UK premiere at Soho Theatre with a really fantastic cast, but they hadn't announced the lead. So Mm -hmm. we were intrigued about who it would be, and they have now announced that it will be Tyrone Huntley, who is known for his roles in Jesus Christ Superstar and Leave to Remain
0: and the I, book of mormon he yeah. was the doctor in book of mormon yeah. that's where i know him from and he has just done ain't too proud with oti mabuse like it's their production of it isn't it no ain't misbehaving i was gonna say not it's, ain't too like, it's proud. not ain't too proud but i couldn't think what it was, it's was ain't like that's misbehavin'. the uh, broadway <laughs> thing about it is the temptations. ain't misbehaving yeah so yeah. he's he's done very well for himself the last few years yeah. he was also in seaweed on the hairspray national tour he yes yes yeah so this is such an Another,
1: amazing we really cast need to get tickets. i mean i just I, it's so it feels so out of place at Soho theater but it's kind of if this is something that Soho theater is starting to do sort of mm. unusual small piece of theater but with amazing cast Then i'm uh, all for that as am
0: i with like short runs yeah so you know don't tie people up too long yeah sort of an uh alternative to the other palace yeah which I like. Yeah. The next piece of news is that new casting, a casting update has been announced for The Colour Purple at the Leicester Curve slash Birmingham Hippodrome. It's opening in Leicester in June and then in Birmingham. Birmingham? I said Birmingham. that like I was from Birmingham. <laughs> I went to Birmingham the weekend. <laughs> so I just picked up the accent Immediately, yeah. yeah. It's moving to the Birmingham Hippodrome in July. So the casting was announced a few months back, but the lead was sort of forced to leave or I left of her own accord fired, we think. don't know because she made some very homophobic comments a while ago on social media and, and they were kind of then kind dragged of dragged up them. and then kind of just defended herself when they like, were sort of yeah yes, I, yeah i did say I that thing yeah. did so did i start off? <laughs> uh so yes she she left the production and replacing her as Seeley is tishan williams who just starred in heathers as the Green Heather, Heather <laughs> Green Heather, Heather Duke mm, yes Heather, Heather Duke. Duke so that's exciting for her I'm really really pleased about that I really I never listened actually I'm doing a thing at. actually nobody, nobody from work listens to this doing a thing at work where I like listen to a full album and like read the genius notes at the same time <laughs> at work working hard just when I'm bored so I listened to The Colour Purple all the way through for the first time and it's so good it is good it's great and that's one of my big theatre regrets is not not seeing, seeing that, that at, I, know. Yeah. I know I know I know we made We made a big error there. We look. We, we really make mistakes,
1: and it's probably because we sit around talking about how many tickets we need to book, and then yeah. we never it's actually book them. It's because we're poor. All these also, there's just too much yes. to see, and like, there's there is. Is so
0: much life. It's just so much. Life is so much. But if you are in Leicester or Birmingham, the tickets are probably a bit cheaper than they are here, and I think you should definitely try and go to this because it's a great show, a very important show. Also, Simon Anthony Roden is in it from Kinky, Kinky Boots. Boots recently of Kinky Boots. So yes, go and see The Colour Purple if you can. Now that we've got proper casting, <laughs> yeah. go and get tickets. And I final little bit of casting news for this week is that Jenna Russell
1: is going to be starring in The Bridges of Madison County at the Mernier Chocolate Factory, which we talked about last week. We were very excited to go mm. see. And we were saying that we hoped it would get really, and thought it would get really good yeah. stars because they're really, really strong because it's just a two-hander that you've yeah, got, obviously, very... It's strong. not. It's not. no. It's primarily a two-hander. <laughs> it, is
0: isn't it primarily two-hander. No, her husband is in it quite a oh, bit. Well. Her two okay. kids are in it, and I listened to the original cast recording this week. And we really read much. the Genius Notes. And I read the Genius Notes, which there aren't really many. Caitlin Kinnanen, which oh, yes. I also listened to her pronounce her name, and it's Kinnanen, which sounds a lot of ends. Kinnanen. 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 She plays her daughter. okay. Well, it's very still, they're much. still big, yeah. Because the whole premise is that they go away to a yeah. state fair, and she's left there, and she meets this guy. But she's not a two-hander, Ooh. and I said that last week, you and that is my bad god can't trust corrections right corner our
1: very own corrections <laughs> corner <laughs> um but yeah obviously jenna russell one of the kind of big west end yeah um, stalwart. stalwart of the west end yeah. recently in fun home we saw her recently yes in. um we saw her in uh the last five years not last five years that's not what i mean i mean we saw her in songs for new world she we, was, was we saw excellent. her in you're in town saw her in, you're in town she was like she's just she's great i think this is
0: i'm intrigued by this because i know she is a soprano But I just, even she's like, there's an interview with her and she's even even said it's sort of like different kind of score to what she's used to singing. It is, yeah, the sort of music is. And it's very, I mean, Kelly O'Hara was obviously in the original. Her voice is just so pure and like, it's just the, the, I think she's got the nicest soprano I've ever heard, to be honest. And Jenna russell has got a lovely voice, but it would just be interesting to see how she kind of, how she interprets the songs and whether she sings like. Whether well, she puts her own spin yeah. on them,
1: I feel like she's also. I mean, Fun Home she's was also a, a bit older, it,
0: but she is a bit
1: older, which is you yeah. Know, then Kanyeahara was, um, is. but I also feel like I kind of associate her a bit more with more comedic roles. But obviously yeah. in Fun Home; she was great, and that wasn't yeah. comedic. So that might just be of the kind of things that we've seen her in.
0: Yeah, we'll see, won't we? We will see. I'm very excited to see who they cast in it. I think. It All Fades Away is one of my favourite Jason Robert Brown songs. Haven't only listened to it properly for the first yeah, time. I, A to week be honest, go. I
1: mean, the fact that I didn't know that I, I've never listened to Bridges in Madison County all the way through. I've heard songs here and there mm. of, of kind of Stephen Pasquale performing things, but I've never properly listened to it.
0: I'm not sure if I will before going to see it. I might just go see it. I think you should just go see it yeah. and I think you'll enjoy it after. I enjoyed listening to it. It's a very, very pretty score. A lot of it is very classic, sort of Jason Robert Brown, like there's bits of it where I'm like, that sounds exactly like something from the last five years. Like it was a lot of like strings. It's very beautifully orchestrated, unsurprisingly. Um, And there's a few like really big standout songs that are lovely and just very sweeping and melodic. And I think we said last week it did win best original score at the Tonys when it was on Broadway. So yeah. We will get tickets for this. Yes. We actually will. We will. We will do we it tonight. We promise we will. We promise we will. The next piece of news is that um, a UK tour has been announced for Six, which, if you don't know, I'm sure you already do, you listen to this, um, is the musical that's currently running at the Arts Theatre about the wives of Henry VIII. So yeah, it's travelling all around the country from October to February, and then there, there have some July dates that have been announced, and I think there are going to be... More dates for next year to be announced. So yeah, it's going all over the country. So if you want to see it but can't get to London, then there are many, many options for you. It's also obviously running in Chicago at the moment. If we do have any US listeners, <laughs> you can see it in Chicago. I wonder if they'll ever do a Broadway. Do you think they're doing like a Chicago, a Chicago to see if they can do a Broadway? Yeah, be interesting.
1: I think I, it like do, I think it'd do well on Broadway.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's got the kind of right like vibe vibe in like a small yeah yeah in like a small, a small venue th- yeah. It's so not exciting. I feel like there's a lot
1: more sm- small venues in. On Broadway.
0: Well, yeah, then there's some like really good off-Broadway as well, isn't there? That's true. Still like big names. Talking about tours, kind of, I guess.
1: Mm -hmm. um, The just like disaster that is the U.S. tour of Bat Out of Hell (laughs) is back in the news. Um, So obviously they were meant to have a whole U.S. tour. They cancelled it really suddenly, but then they said they'd keep the New York show and then they suddenly postponed it. But now they have decided when they're going to do that New York run. It is going to be a six-week run at New York City Center from August first till September eighth. We reviewed Battle of Hell when I was at the Dominion in London last year. We
0: did it. It's it's something. It's something. It's you know f- fine. Uh, if you like the music of Meatloaf, yeah, it's, it's basically good fun, just that.
1: But just don't take this story yeah seriously. just don't i mean you don't cause... need to
0: pay any attention to the story it doesn't make any sense anyway so yeah. just just listen to the sweet sweet music try and avoid looking at like the cameras that are like on stage oh so annoying I really off and i wish that wasn't a thing yeah
1: and you know if the story if you've lost track of the story don't worry about it don't like, worry really don't worry about it this production will be stor- storing storing it'll be storing, it'll be storing Andrew Pollock. <laughs> Andrew Pollock. <laughs> the production will be starring Andrew Pollock and Christina Bennington who um originated the roles on the west end can't, escape. That's fun for they them. can't
0: escape can they like, i mean oh, i thought i thought i'd finally got a new a new role to get me away from battle no, of hell but no. turns out no. i've been dragged back in
1: they're they're gonna be playing those roles forever.
0: are they still together
1: as far as i'm aware
0: yeah that's nice for them now nice i show guess it's match nice there. i guess it's nice to do it like with the your thing actual that partner. Brought them together yeah
1: and he left the west end run to join the u.s tour that was then Swiftly cancelled, <laughs> and uh, suddenly he didn't have a job when the whole West End cast they had left.
0: They they did very stressful, which is sad. Danielle Stairs is also going to be Zahara, which is Ooh, I hadn't noticed that exciting. For her. She was
1: yeah she for me was the standout, the performer. shining
0: star. <laughs> yeah,
1: she has a phenomenal voice.
0: I think Christina Bennett has got a good voice. She's got a good voice. I don't think
1: it was the best role for her. I just think I, it's a bit I, of a thankless role,
0: isn't it? I mean, yeah, Raven is just very short shorts
1: and it's just, like, a little bit pathetic. Which, to be fair, sums up a lot of the characters in Battle of Hell. It sums up a fair. lot of musicals, to be honest. Yeah.
0: Battle of Hell is we'll generally, like, later. people don't
1: wear many clothes and they're all a little bit whiny. Yeah. Battle of Hell.
0: But, yeah, if you do like meatloaf, then you'll probably still enjoy it. It's kind of,
1: if there are cheap tickets and you're in New York and you've seen everything else, em- give it a go. Everything
0: else. <laughs> Even if you've, seen, if you've not seen King Kong, go to that go instead. To great puppet, I hear. Great animatronics. Um, go and see, go and see the women. Cher show. <laughs> I wish I could. A small bit of nice news is that Come From Away has announced an extension, so it's going to stay at the Phoenix Theatre until February 2020. So if you want to go and see that, but haven't had time or just haven't got around to it, then you now have extra months to do so. You should go and see it. It's a fantastic show. And it's just definitely worth seeing. I still like I now I can't not cry a little bit at the cast recording. I don't know why. <laughs> just like the ending of the um opening number and the finale. I'm just like, oh there's Bless such you. a community. Aww. Um it's a great show. So yeah, go see it and our
1: final bit of news is really exciting for the london theatre community Mm -hmm. so the london theatre company who are the um, people behind the bridge theatre so creatively named so creative have announced they're going to open a new theatre in king's cross so it's quite a small venue a 600 seat venue Mm. um set to open in winter 2021 so a little bit of time to wait but basically yeah it's going to be um the same sort of layout as the bridge and have the same flexible space for the um kind of theatre auditorium and also the same sort of balance of new commissions and classic plays and obviously there's been so much great stuff at the bridge Mm. um, which we've talked about Multiple times on the podcast. I
0: think A German Life is there at the moment which got fantastic mm. reviews.
1: And they've got Midsummer Night Dream this summer which I really... With Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. It's going to be phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is this is fun. It is fun. I mean, I really like what they've done with The Bridge. It's a really great venue and it's had like a really interesting slate. Um, can you call it a slate for a theatre? Sure. Sure. So yeah, I'm excited to do it, see what they do with the second space. Is, yeah. it, will and that a bit be smaller, smaller than the I think, bridge. Isn't it? How many yeah. I don't know what the capacity is, I feel like, it might be like... A bit more than 600, especially
1: yeah. if they have got it depends what they're doing with that inside trip space. But yeah, I think this so it's very exciting.
0: Extremely exciting. Yeah. New theatres. Yay. Modern theatres with enough toilets. I know, modern. You can see things. You can go to the toilet. Uh, it's... The toilets at the bridge are honestly beyond honest, dream yeah, come Yeah, and come I've through. never,
1: I've sat in like various different places in the bridge. Yeah, the sightlines are great. View. Yeah. Like it's just, and it is so flexible and cre- like there's so mm. much like they can do with that space. It's so
0: cleverly designed. So I'm excited. Okay, that is this week's news. Today's main topic of conversation is going to be revivals we've not really prepared for this so it's going to be very very loose <laughs> very off the cuff but the, the sort of question was re- today's revivals all seem to come from like many many years ago that are sort of like classic golden age musicals why is that and what will be the co- the sort of state of affairs in like twenty, thirty years time will we still be reviving those shows or will we be reviving like hamilton the book of mormon do you know what i mean like today's big shows Ooh. do they have revivability and does that matter and like do we still need a musical revival category do you know what i mean like in, in broadway they almost didn't because oklahoma almost wasn't going to be this season and it would have been just kiss me kate yeah you can't just give it a tony award i mean so i mean you could it's but i'm sure i'm sure it's very good i wonder but, what they would do yeah what would they do they might have to confront that very soon yeah so I do,
1: go on sorry I I'm no
0: go on go ahead i do think it's interesting
1: because i i feel like there's got i mean this is obviously the whole point of this but i do feel like there's got to be so much that can be revived and in more interesting ways they're doing because i also think one of the interesting things with the revivals that have been kind of quite prominent recently is a lot of them haven't tried to reinvent it or yeah. look at it differently so even if we're talking like london the king and i when we went to see that it was like it was so lovely to watch it kind of had to be done completely classically because of the subject matter yeah. and it probably would have been very racist if they well, didn't yeah. try and do, if they yeah. didn't just do it as, but yeah, it's not even like there's necessarily always particularly interesting take yeah. on that. Because that's why Company was so great, is because it did Yeah, and it, why it, the it new Uncle so... is so... Exactly, yeah. yeah. But a lot of them are just, well, people like this, and we know that the older demographic has money and will come see the show if we yeah. just do a really classic musical.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. So if we look at the last... I did a, a small bit of research. Rachel, Rachel prepared. <laughs> She's trying to pretend she didn't prepare. She prepared. <laughs> if we look at the last... I did 12 years. I'm not really sure why I didn't do 10 years because 10 years is a more normal round number. Um if we look at the last 10 years of musical revival best tony best tony award for musical revival. Tony award for best musical revival winners. I did it. There's sort of like there's a variety. So I'll I just list them. Yeah. So you've got Once on This Island which was um originally ran in 1990, so isn't old but is sort of like doesn't sort of like have a time. Do you I know what also I mean? feel like it wasn't
1: that no bigger show. Like no. I felt like to me, it feels like I, a new I show. hadn't really heard of it until, yeah. and they did. I mean, I'm just said that they, a lot of these shows didn't really. They did reinvent. Like they did something really interesting with yes. the staging and stuff. Of it, yeah, but kind of in a fresh. Like, it, it didn't feel like a revival, I think, yeah. because it it didn't have the audience it deserved the first time around. Yes. Kind of my understanding of it. Yes. But obviously,
0: I was not yet born in 1990, so <laughs> I don't know. The year before that was Hello Dolly, which um, is classic. one of the, I think it's one of the top five most revived shows ever, because it is such a classic that was originally in 1964 the year before that it was the color purple which was the most recent original run that originally ran in 2005 but i think it's not it's like it's not a modern musical i think it feels older which is not a bad thing and it's obviously set many many years ago yeah so that's sort of, like, an odd case. And I feel like Hedwig, which also won Best Revival quite recently, is the same thing. That was originally in 1998, but again, set earlier. Yeah. The thing I keep coming back to is, is anything happening now that in 40 years people will still be interested in? Do you know what I mean? I think it's
1: tricky, isn't it? Because, I mean, other things that I'm thinking that didn't necessarily win Best Revival, but, like, the most prominent revivals for broadway i'm thinking like the deaf west spring awakening yeah which obviously got loads of tony nominations but didn't win um but i think it was a phenomenal production like yeah. completely in a in a different way to the original but you know it's that same thing of that as well of like the time like it's mm. obviously not set the music even the music, like, it, it's modern music, but modern in that it could be sort of 70s, 80s. Like, yeah. you know, it feels noughties-ish, but, like, yeah. doesn't have to. But I think the thing that's, like, obviously it's hard to tell in any kind of medium or, like, art mm. form what will be timeless. Like, it's hard to think, like, what artists will stand the test of time. Yeah, what I like think about books, this all the time. Like, of
0: like, popular music these days. Yeah. And I thought this when it came to Hamilton. Because I'm like, Hamilton is, like, the biggest show of the last 10 years yeah because of the style of music of hamilton like how music evolves will anybody be listening to rap in 30 years I time i think they will but in the same way that when we listen to like classic broadway and we're like we listen to the king and
1: i it's like the sweeping orchestral yeah but that was a bit that was like the music of that day so to us you feel like oh that's just like that sweeping broadway whatever. yeah
0: but like we're also what kind of, of people being to. like, oh, back in the day, yeah. that's what our that's, parents listened yeah, to. What, what will means. they be listening to in the so future? So I feel like
1: Hamilton will stand the test of time. What Do you I, think? I what about I think like the Book of Mormon? I think I feel like it will. But the Book of Mormon's an interesting one because they change it anyway. Like there's a bit because there's a flexibility within the script within the script mm. to make modern day references. That's very true. Um, but obviously, those references at a certain point they would have to keep within a certain t- like at a certain point the references wouldn't be able to be mod i mean look, no, i mean we hope that one day that will <laughs> cease to be like a world that makes sense for it to be a modern day reference
0: yeah
1: um but it's hard to say book of mormon i feel like yeah it's less clear-cut to me that it would be something but it could be revived it could
0: you know it's i don't know what don't about have- like dear Evan Hansen that I think this is something that there's quite a lot of musicals that are sort of around like the prom as well around the sort of hot with a hot topic like the lgbt like struggle for struggle such a weird word but like for representation and for like equal rights and will there's a lot of musicals about sort of like civil rights from like 60s 70s like the color purple and Carolina change will like Dear Evan Hansen, The prompt that kind of story still be relevant want, in 30 years' time. That's
1: the thing, I wonder if it'll we'll look back, because like Hair is a show that's yeah. very of a certain t- like it's telling yes. a story of a certain time that's yep. so of its time, yep. like, you know, ridiculously. Yep. And I wonder if that's like Dear Evan Hansen social media thing. Yeah, our like, generation. And I think that will be, that will feel like a very fixed moment in time, but we'll, we'll look will, back will, on it will... in the same way as Hair. Whether Dear Evan Hansen... Will it date more? I think it will date more than Hamilton. But I feel like it could still be revived, but everyone would just be like, in the, in the same way as so you're like, oh, look at these hippies and hair. You'd be like, oh, look yeah. at these kids with their, with their social media and their smartphones. Yeah. yeah, I think that is what... Because I think that's maybe... Like, there was... I mean, obviously there was a lot of... Um, development in the world. i'm like i don't want to sound like a ridiculous millennial being like mm-hmm. the, t- the world's changing so much quick but like the world is changing really quickly yeah so and quickly. the sort of technology that's being shown in show so like in a show that's telling a contemporary story there is there's that like struggle of do you have people on the phone all the time yeah like, a lot of I mean, do you have people like, texting do you know what i mean yeah like, so like i mean this isn't a stage thing at all but it's um like the Umbrella Academy on Netflix, obviously nothing to do with theater. They made a conscious decision to make that show in a world where mobiles don't exist mm-hmm. because they were just like it's just really annoying yeah. to have people texting. But that would obviously be the milk obviously like, you would the means of communication. Yeah, you are just yeah. texting someone, but that's really boring yeah. visually. Yeah. So it's that sort of thing that like shows like it really. It's a tricky thing to work with, like how we communicate in the modern like, in the modern world in a way that's interesting to an audience and that actually moves the story along. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, I mean, Dear Evan Hansen does things on screens, doesn't it? Yeah. In uh, as originated like by TV. Hit List on uh, Smash. <laughs> let's be, let's be real about it. Let's give credit Every, where credit, credit is where due. Credit where credit's due. Every time a uh, Broadway uh, show uh, <laughs> needs to show things spreading via social media, they yeah. do it in exactly the way that Hit do they it in season two of Smash. They do so, just saying um yeah i think that means that like contemporary things will be dated yeah and but hopefully the again hopefully the prom will be dated in terms of subject matter but i think like hedwig in a sense is dated by its subject matter I mean, also it's dated by the fact like, they keep talking about the fucking Berlin Wall. Well, don't yeah, exactly, I. like but, of a
0: historical period. It puts it, you know, in. like it's interesting because a lot of the musicals that are revived, not all, but a lot of the musicals that are still heavily revived today are set in a very sort of specific time and place, so it doesn't yeah. sort of feel like like you're not expected to sort of relate to. That's why I think Hamilton it. will. Yes,
1: yeah. so I think the the music of Hamilton will start to seem more dated yes but but the story stories and then that will just be this is representative of what music was like in the 2010s yeah or whatever we'll call this decade yeah um like i think that
0: yeah
1: that shift will happen in the same way that you know like fiddler on the roof i don't listen to fiddler on the roof and think like this is something i would listen to on the rate like you know you're not it's not the sort of music i would listen to out of context of it being a broadway show no but it makes sense to be listening to that as something you know yeah of it what is,
0: it is it's just interesting fiddler is one of the most rare shows as well i think it was like number four on the list it's interesting
1: and there's the yiddish production of it in the states at the moment very, well.
0: you know very exciting
1: what i was I gonna, feel gonna like say was it does...
0: it's interesting to think about like in like the future what from like our generation of new musicals will seem like a classic do you know what i mean
1: yeah i also think because i mean I'm not sure if this is as much the case on Broadway, but definitely in the West End. Um, runs of new shows are much shorter than they used to be. So mm. it used to be that even I mean, like things like South Pacific or Sound of Music that were big films as well as big stage shows, the films would run in cinemas for years because like yeah. that. Whereas now everything's so much m- more fast paced that a successful and so West West more End, of everything. Yeah, a successful West End run, like I think ten years ago, if a show ran for a year, that was really embarrassing. Whereas now, a year is a decent. Yeah, it's like oh, we've done a year. Yeah, and like five years change. Yeah, five years is yeah a really like then you've done like you know something incredible shows something something incredible. incredible. (laughs) um i think that's like <laughs> halfway through that sentence yeah. came into my
0: head and that's why i couldn't say <laughs> anything else well I was um, just thinking like it book of mormon not well last as long as it has yeah
1: and i think that's been five or six years so like down, you've got it? i think book of mormon and that's maybe the, i think wicked will probably be a show that like could be revived but yes, i think we're stuck yeah, between absolutely. this thing of shows either lasting about a year a year and a half mm. or running for so long that it's like will something like phantom ever be revived because first of all will phantom ever close or like les mis <laughs> like those are kind of i mean they're contemporary shows kind of well, i les don't mis know is it's not tricky. contemporary it's not. but like if that closes in even 10 years which seems unfeasible, unfeasible les mis is yeah will like, be revived but then when's that revived and yeah how my, long do
0: you wait like this sort of like a weird yeah yeah because with Spring it feels awakening, like les mis will always sort of yeah. be running
1: you know can't, exactly so it's like a weird thing like the really successful shows never close yeah so yeah i think another I'm thing it, yeah
0: that would be interesting to talk about is i read an article that was like um criticizing the fact that a lot of the golden age musicals that are revived um have depictions of women that are really sort of like to modern is sort of like very Backwards is not the word I want to use, but do you know what I mean? Like, My Hair Lady, do you know? It's like a woman bullying a man, a man, not a woman (laughs) bullying a a man, sort of, like, pressuring a woman into becoming different and and prim and proper. More acceptable to him as a man. and, like, the very last line after everything they've been through is her, him being like, where are my slippers? Yeah, and and she, like, like hates him, but then it's like, oh, no. Actually, I can't leave you, even though you treat me so badly. Yeah, Yeah. Carousel, which was just arrived on Broadway, has, like, a horrific storyline oh. of domestic abuse yeah and she sort of just accepts it and it's like sometimes uh like a punch in the face yeah. can feel like a kiss i'm like, like can it how can it, it yeah, do like, really? like
1: maybe we're at a point where we have to stop reviving because like, yeah. the king and i there was a whole discussion around the race aspect of yes, it yes there was um but in the i think at least the female lead is really is strong strong yeah. and i mean there are shows like, that. like i think sound of music is yes. a good yeah, show it's, not, that it's is, not every show yeah
0: but there are a lot of shows yeah where it's really problematic especially in this time of like me too exactly it's yeah. like are these the shows that we really want to be arriving for like young girls today to go and watch yeah like and just because they're classic that doesn't necessarily mean we need to give them yet another platform it's not yeah. like they're not there for
1: people to experience in their original Place, yeah if you know original I mean?
0: sort of form um so it's it's, so it's tricky isn't it it's tricky and it's like it almost feels like if we're gonna revive like a carousel should we not be like making tweaks to it like exactly like the company make it, like company right. i mean obviously it, with
1: company it's different because i mean companies are different work on it like it wasn't yeah true you know it's <laughs> yeah not yeah. the same right it's, yeah can't it's like do what much, can much, we yeah what can we do with can shows we tweak that are... it
0: to make it less horrifically sexist yeah like and should we be doing that or should we be like this is what it was, yeah. this is...
1: Like, should we be doing My Fair Lady, but where it's two women bullying a man
0: to yeah. change? whether or where, she, where she, like, I suppose if she leaves him at the end, it would just be quite a bleak ending. But, like, is there a way that, like... But Pygmalion's a bit, Pygmalions, not a True, as true. Up. I, I think mean, it's... there's a way to end My yeah. Fair Lady without it being, yeah. like, she's just like, do you know what, you've treated me badly. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I and mean, that's I not to know. say that I wouldn't love to see the current Broadway production of My Fair Lady, because I would. That, <laughs> do you know what, what I mean? Because I love Laura Benanti. Like... And I think it's also getting to see... I think one of the great things about revivals is getting to see like modern day performers, current performers in roles from shows, yeah. in like their dream roles, you know, from shows that they yeah. always wanted to be in. Like oh, Laura Bernanke always wanted to be Eliza and My Fire Lady, and I'm very glad that she's got to do that. It's just an interesting question, isn't it, about like, is there like a responsibility to like revive or like revise shows? Yeah, to make them fresh and, what, and like make them just feel more relevant to a modern day audience. Yeah. No. Mm. I also think though that there are which shows interesting like because we saw Showboat. I was literally just about to say which Showboat. Is really old. It's yeah. like nineteen twenties, and I think when we saw it, it was pretty much as originally yeah. presented. But that didn't feel. It didn't horrendously feel horrendously
1: sexist or out of date no. it is it's about I mean, it had, finding like, the race right... elements but, well, yeah, like but in, a, in quite the... a sensitive way exactly yeah I think it's about finding the shows that are telling the stories that yes. are relevant because those shows do exist I thought it was a shame that the West End production of Showboat didn't run for longer run for longer yeah, yeah I think it, was great. It, it deserved a lot more but yeah there, there must be so many shows out there yeah. like that that say something yeah. relevant to a, a way, modern yeah. audience that
0: like wouldn't ordinarily have been obviously been able to see it but yeah. wouldn't have even heard of it yeah I think it's also sort of like, obviously, if a show has been revived, it it feels like a safer bet to producers, I guess. Because, you know, if you know that a show's had a revival, then you know it can't be awful. Yeah. But then I think like with something like Bridges of Madison County, which didn't, it won some Tony Awards and it got some Tony nominations, it didn't get fantastic reviews. So it'd be interesting to see whether that is just like, this is how it is, or whether it's like, they're going to do it in a different way. They have like, changed the script. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because that's technically a revival. It's not a new musical, and that was only a few years ago. But I guess to see whether yeah. they, whether they, it's almost like a second go at it, yeah. or whether it's just.
1: It's so it's so weird to think of like what culture will remain, like what culture yeah. will define the time we're living in now. Yeah, because I feel like even don't I keep I feel like I've said Spring Awakening like ten times, <laughs> but like Spring Awakening was a really really defining show of the naughty, like I think the show of the two thousands. Yes um definitely on broadway didn't do so well in the west end and well, i think am, can be revived, but like and has been revived that's true actually yeah but apart from, like i can't even looking back to there like yeah that and wicked i'm like what rent in the 90s like it's it's
0: hard mm. to, i guess like how and even rent like is rent like rent is a big musical do you know what i mean like yeah. it had a small run here um, last year, uh, like an off West End, yeah, theater, and, and
1: didn't transfer to the West End, didn't go like to the West one. End. Like, yeah.
0: is it going to be revived? Is it like a revivable show? I feel like it is revivable. I think just all of these pieces will become so because
1: I think the Rent music is very of its time, um, yeah. and I think like that is what we can't like conceptualize what we will think of as music of this time. It's but just I think so that weird, it isn't will, it? Think of like yeah. what will music be like in yeah. twenty years? Because to me, I like I did like Dear Evan Hansen. To me, I feel like it's modern, but also like isn't necessarily like the music you hear on the radio no. or whatever but it will become the music like it yeah. will be something that we listen to like in 20 years time you probably be like oh that is so so that's that so two thousand and
0: ten. yeah 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 it's weird it's really but weird. i
1: do think like there's so many musicals that were just that were around at the same time as all these big sort of um old Broadway shows that do keep getting revived that we've completely forgotten about. And I think it'll just be the same. There'll be a a handful of shows that seem to be revived over and over again. And it probably will be Wicked. Which handful? I'm telling you right now. You're telling me. Oh, she's she's doing it. I think it'll be Wicked. I think Wicked will... Stand the test of time. Yeah. I you think Wicked, like, Hairspray. Hamilton.
0: Hairspray's had Hairspray's having a revival.
1: Having Hairspray, I actually think, yeah, Hairspray will. Because, Which is weird. But, but also, I think that's the thing, of it's got the historic thing, and yes. the music is a bit 60s in style. Yeah, very, So very it didn't true. even try yeah. to have the music of like a 2000s yeah. score. It yeah. just was like, this is... Yeah, that's a good point. Hairspray that's such a good score. I think Spring Awakening and Rent will, but like we'll never have like we'll always have sort of interesting takes with never yeah, anything like, like yes. flamboyant and big. Yeah. Um, I would love to live in a world where Hedwig is revived all the time just because I love Hedwig. Yeah. Um, uh, I it just needs to come to London. Like, why? Why did it never how do that? How was that? How was that not? I don't know. How is the other Palace not already I scheduled? I know their performance of I know. Could we
0: just produce it? That was quite a rambly discussion. But I feel like we I feel like we made some solid us. points in there.
1: Let us know if you have any thoughts. Tweet yeah. us at Upstage. What's Pod. your
0: favourite revival of the last ten years? What show that doesn't get revived very often would you like to be revived? What current show do you hope gets revived in 20 years' time with a fresh new spin? Let us know. Produced by us. <laughs> tweet us at Upstage Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at UpstagePod. Upstage
1: Sometimes we remember to post things on social media,
0: but mostly <laughs> very, we don't. Very occasionally, there's literally like six Instagram posts on that Instagram. Yeah, we're such
1: bad. And I feel like media almost posts. all the tweets or Instagram posts I do it like,
0: "Whoops, we forgot about you. We're still here. We still exist." <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, you can get in touch. To tell us what you think about revivals. That will be interesting. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks' time to talk about. Something. Probably how much we hated the Game of Thrones finale, to be quite honest. Mm. Bye! Bye!